Are beavers really worth a damn? These furry agents of change create and maintain essential wetlands. No one's going to argue that they improve their environment for the better, but I'm starting to think that they change the lives of the people who work with them as well. Let me show you what I mean. So I'm on the line now with uh, Sharon Brown of Beavers, Wetlands, and Wildlife. She's a director and a biologist there. Um, Sharon, would you just tell the listeners a little bit about what you do? Basically, we help people who have conflicts with beavers uh-huh. and let them know about cost-effective and lasting ways to solve these problems, right. which uh, usually do not re- uh, require removing beavers. Uh, most of the time, if you do remove beavers, others will come in within two years, so you haven't a lasting solution. Right. You lose a lot of environmental benefits, too, Yeah. when yeah. beavers are taken out. Right. How did you get started with this work? Well, my husband and I were in graduate school at Syracuse University a few decades ago, and <laughs> happened to read a Defenders of Wildlife magazine article about Dorothy Richards. Uh, She's called the Beaver Woman because she studied them for 50 years. And we thought that was quite fascinating. And then we both got jobs uh, in Mohawk Valley colleges. They were about half an hour away. And one of my colleagues, another biologist happened to mention to me that Dorothy Richards was giving a program at the sanctuary and so we went to see it and we were just fascinated and then she said would you like to come back to my house to see the beavers (laughs) we did and uh, she had a dozen living in the house a family you know the parents five yearlings and five kids and it was it was crazy. <laughs> this is this is quite fascinating. So we kept going back and uh, learned a lot. You know, it's one yeah. thing uh, my husband and I both had in common. Right. Maybe almost the only thing we both liked animals. <laughs> uh, but we kept going back, and then we got to be volunteering every week to help her because she was uh, she was about eighty one then. Uh huh. So we would go down with her to the beaver pond and got to know the wild beavers as well as the in-house beavers. Uh-huh. So, uh thought how amazing that they have a sense of humor. Uh-huh. You know, like practical jokes. We watched them like uh, one would creep up on another or creep up on a person in the house and sort of slap at the back of their legs uh-huh. and then shake, you know, when uh-huh. that person jumped. It was like... Uh, uh, but they also showed reasoning in a lot of their behavior. Yeah. Uh, if a beaver got on her stairs to the upstairs in her house and then fell down, next time they put a pillow there. Oh. So uh, we just thought how interesting, and it wasn't until later that we realized how important they are to the environment. Huh. What would you say uh, about what you do that is hard? What do you not like about your work? Uh, well, sometimes we get calls from people uh, where traps have already been set. The beavers are being trapped uh-huh. as we're talking. And sometimes in those cases, you can still make a difference and the traps are removed. But sometimes it's 
too late. And But even if it's too late, we tell them it's not too late for next year. Uh-huh. You know, that problem is apt to reoccur and be right. prepared. Um, so that, that can be the most difficult. And, yeah. But with the climate change, we're still getting problems in New York State. We got a call yesterday about uh, a beaver dam a few hundred miles south of here that was flooding some big mansions, he said, <laughs> and, uh, you know, wanted our help. Luckily, we knew a few people in the area. Right. We've been doing this for so long now, we have contacts. Right. Often local contacts that can be helpful. So so somewhere in between um, helping her on the weekends, you, you transition to being responsible for the area? How did that happen? Well, actually, at first we got involved uh, when, really involved when Dorothy passed away and we were afraid her legacy wouldn't be continued uh-huh. because um, there were problems with the sanctuary manager, various abuses she'd been reporting for several years uh-huh. uh, when we knew her. And then after she passed away, there was... Um, there was just a fear. You know, her exhibit was removed from the Nature Center and some bad things were going on and, and eventually we learned a, a second-in-command employee at the Nature Center or at the sanctuary had sent a long letter to the trustees that ran the place from Philadelphia, an mm-hmm. uh, eight-page letter of various abuses and they disregarded it, basically, and... So our first campaign was to reform the sanctuary. Right. And that was a lengthy thing. We had to file a 150-page complaint with the Charities Bureau and get lots of affidavits, mm-hmm. which was not easy because people were <laughs> a little intimidated. Yeah. But uh, finally, that resulted in a United Press International investigation. Uh-huh. While the Charities Bureau took it seriously enough to do their own investigation. Wow. But I think it was that press story that appeared all over the U.S. that really made the difference because within three months that manager was out of there. Yeah. So that, that was our first, that's really why we organized. Right. And then during the years, about four years while this was going on, we were also, um, people started contacting us about beaver problems. Mm-hmm. So by the time the sanctuary business was over, we were already involved mm-hmm. in looking at the best ways to solve conflicts with right. beavers and right. uh, flooding conflicts, for example, uh-huh. and uh, all of that. So so somewhere in there, you gave up your day jobs and kind of jumped into beaver biz full-time? Yeah, well, uh, actually, Owen was still teaching for most of those years, Uh and um, I had started writing Uh articles, freelance articles, so I had a bit more time. I actually wrote a few about Dorothy and took photos and got them published. As soon as he retired, we were both in it. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me, uh, what do you think people don't understand about what you do that you would like them to know better? So I think a lot of people, most of the people that call us are very willing to look at possibilities. Uh-huh. 
And we've seen a huge change in the decades we've been doing this. There are a lot more positive solutions, and there's a lot more information out there. But I guess one thing is not changed a whole lot. When Dorothy would have the beavers come in the house, you'd have like a, a a little door that would they could push open and come in, and and people would be afraid of them because they're rather large, you know, uh-huh. fifty pounds and an adult. And she'd sort of laugh and say, "Oh, they'll take your leg off." And you know, people still are afraid uh-huh. that animals bite me. Mm-hmm. And that's so rare. You know, it's more likely that a dog is going to, a strange dog's going to bite you than a beaver. Right. Because they're quite uh, amicable, quite friendly. Huh. And they're vegetarian, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember about the first time you saw a beaver? Do you, what surprised you? And when was it? How long ago was it? Oh my gosh. Well, even before we went to Dorothy's, we were both interested in beavers, so. And wildlife, so our recreation at night often uh, would be driving around looking for beaver dams and things uh-huh. like that. So we did see them from a distance. Uh-huh. We saw, sought them out, but we didn't really get a close look until at Dorothy's. Right. Um, and and then what um, well, struck you? Well, you know, their looks are not all that impressive. <laughs> people are always confusing them with uh, woodchucks. Mm-hmm. Muskrats, Nusia, yeah. you name it. Yeah. It still happens, even sometimes in wildlife agencies where you think they know better. So I think it was more their actions and their responsiveness. You, uh-huh. know, you offer something to a beaver, a tame beaver, like Dorothy had, even if they don't want it, they'll take it. Huh. And then they'll drop it later. <laughs> they're, they're Very polite. Yeah, yeah. social. Yeah. They want to get along. Do you have an idea of what got Dorothy involved in beavers? Well, uh, yeah. She and uh, her husband bought an old farm Uh because she had bad health. She had tuberculosis. She had all kinds of things. She had a heart defect that would have killed most people decades before she actually passed away at 91 years old. She had breast cancer, but it was the TB that led them to buy this old farm up in the hills where mm. they, it wasn't so foggy as uh, Little Falls. Where right. She was born. And her husband was a forester, so he was always interested in nature. Dorothy, not so much. Uh-huh. She liked the animals. But once they bought this farm, uh, her sister-in-law was a librarian at the Little Falls Library gave her Pilgrims of the Wild, which was a classic book by Gray Owl, Uh a great Uh Canadian naturalist. And it was about beavers. Uh And so she and Al arranged to have a pair of beavers released in 1935 on their 50 acres. And then immediately she started walking over to watch them, and it did wonders for her health. Uh-huh. You know, because she was outside in the fresh air and getting exercise and had a fascinating interest. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's how it all started. Huh. What would you say to other folks who are thinking about being involved um, in, in, a, in an advocacy way with beavers or, or doing what you do? What, what would you advise them to have a background in? What would help? Well... 
you know, I don't think it matters too much if you have the interest because you can always read up on it. And, yeah. Um, you know, like, um, go to our website, beaversww.org, that we just, um, we redid it about yeah. a year ago. So we've got more information on it. Go to the, and on our website, then we have links uh-huh. to about a dozen other websites, uh, including uh, yours, of course. <laughs> I think it's very rewarding. Right. Not financially, um, necessarily. <laughs> we're all volunteers here, but. Right. Do you feel like um, it has been uh, helpful or protective in some ways for you to have a biology background? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I think it is because mm-hmm. I can um, have access perhaps more to the scientific literature and right. my background Right. does help somewhat. And um, I've done a few articles and papers and so forth. Right. The last one was in Lakeline. Um last spring on beaver wetlands that I did with a hydrologist, Suzanne Foti. Right. You know, Sharon, I am so appreciative of the work that you and Owen have done and for the help that Beavers, Wetlands, and Wildlife gave us when we were starting to advocate for the Martinez beavers. It really set us on a good direction. So uh, thanks so much for talking with us at Agents of Change, and thanks for keeping doing what you're doing and carrying on Dorothy's work. Well, it's just wonderful to see people like you coming up and, and doing so much wonderful work. Doing <laughs> on, as Dorothy would say. Yeah. <laughs>